Hello and welcome back to Gossip Happy Hour. This is your host Riley Wilkes and I'm sorry we were not able to pull out an episode last week. I was on vacation at a beach in North Carolina. This week Gina is on vacation somewhere, I don't even know. But it will be me this week, but we have a ton of stuff to cover so there will be no boredom in this episode, I hope. There's stuff all over pop culture to cover so we won't just be focusing on one subject. I just want to say thank you to all of you guys. Our numbers have been consistent. We are averaging right now about 30 viewers per episode with a high of 120. That is so amazing. So thank you guys for all listening, whether you've been just starting it. Just make sure you always, you can rate the podcast, you can subscribe, you can follow on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. But you guys are doing amazing, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for consistently listening through three episodes. So to start this week's podcast, we are going to dive right into the Bachelorette bombshells that have been hitting the news. And this is pretty fucking crazy for a Bachelor season. We really have never had this much drama before a season even airs, let alone two weeks into filming. And I know every year Chris Harrison's like, oh, oh, oh this is the most dramatic season you'll ever see. But this year, it might actually be. So as most of you guys know, Claire Crawley was picked for The Bachelorette, and she was supposed to begin filming in March. So right before she started filming, like I believe a week, two or three before, COVID happened. So they had to shut down all of production. They couldn't film it. They had to wait. But by then, Claire's cast was already released. So she knew who the contestants were, to be sure. A lot more got added because of age differences that were complained a lot. They were a lot too young for Claire. So she knew who though a lot of them would stay, especially the ones over 30. So she had a good look at who she likes. Do I think this one's attractive or not? Like, so she was well aware. She had a good idea. So about months later, I know it feels like March was just yesterday, but now we're in July. Well, when you're listening to this, it will be August. And Claire has begun filming. So she has been two weeks into filming. And it all starts, like all this drama happened when... People were reporting that Claire was being extremely difficult to work with. They were thinking about firing her. She wasn't being cooperative with production. And that she might even want to quit. And that's just not how The Bachelor or The Bachelorette works. You can't just quit being The Bachelor. You are tied in via contracts. The producers, they kind of own you. Like, you have to listen to them. Because if you think Bachelorette in the past and Bachelor didn't want to quit... And you're wrong. They all, none of them actually end up really liking the role. They like the fame, the content that's produced because of it. But no one actually ever loves being the lead itself. So anyway, so that reporting happened and everyone was speculating it. Rowdy Steve was like, this is stupid. Like this just can't happen. You can't quit. So more things came out later that week saying basically Claire's already found her one. She's done with it. Two weeks. She, There's no point in continuing. And what makes this so weird is it's only been two weeks of filming. So at most, her and this guy have only had one-on-one date. So the big question that no one understood, including Reality Steve, was why would she quit now two weeks into a season? She doesn't know the guy. So what most people think and what I personally think happened is she must have been texting him pre-show. His name is Dale, the guy that she was allegedly found in love with. Like, she fell in love with him hard. I said found, I meant fell. So she was madly in love with this dude, apparently. 
and she was ready to just end the show. So, Dale was on the original list of cast members released. So she knew who he was, and if you guys remember, when the contestants released, Claire made a fuss about the contestants being on apps like Cameo. She was like, you guys are already using it for clout, you're already using it for fame, like, if that's gonna be you who doesn't actually want to find love, like, just don't bother coming on my season. And there was two contestants on Cameo, Matt James, who was gonna be the next Bachelor, and Dale. Matt James was the only one who actually, like, mentioned he was a part of the franchise on Cameo, Dale doesn't. So, what I'm expecting, most people are, is that Dale probably DM'd her and was like, hey, I'm on Cameo, I didn't put myself as a Bachelor, like, I want you to know, like, I'm not in this for the fame or something. And then it must, it had to have fucking started a conversation and led them to talk, because there's no way Claire's gonna give up the Bachelorette role for some guy she has met and spent time with within one and a half weeks she's smarter than that she's 39 she's not gonna waste her time over that so they've had about four months to be able to build up some sort of relationship some sort of conversation to be had so you're not supposed to do that you can't and it's become a big deal on bachelor in paradise where you reach out to people before like but bachelor in paradise is way more relaxed like all the contestants of bachelor in paradise are fucking and hooking up months before all over like at blake what happened last year with coachella he literally fucked like three different people before going on paradise but as we know this hasn't happened in bachelor history so what makes this so bold i should say is that she was like i'm done after one and a half weeks and if you ask any former bachelor I guarantee you, they, they all know, they say it, that they knew who they wanted within a couple weeks. But they you have to continue the show. You're under contract. You have to give the fans what they want, which is entertainment. But they know. They knew who they're going to propose to at the end. If you asked Nick, I guarantee you he would have said, if he had the option to leave with Vanessa after three weeks, he would have taken it right away. Because he knew. He knew he wasn't going to engage, propose to Raven or Rachel. If you ask Ben, like, he would have said, actually... I don't know about Ben because he had that whole controversy with JoJo and Lauren. But if you ask JoJo, she knew who she was going to pick. She knew she was going to pick Jordan. Like, they would have all jumped on the chance to leave. Like, hey, I don't have to act like this anyway. Because the whole point of being The Bachelor, the biggest thing is you have to be able to act. And they're all pretty fucking good actors. Because you dumbasses buy this shit every year. I love The Bachelor. It's my favorite show. But, like, I know it's It's fake. It's not, like, scripted, like a comedy show, but the producers purposely manipulate the characters and the people into the situations. Like, the situations are staged, the conversations might not be, but if the producers want something to happen, they're going to. You think every girl wants to interrupt four times? No, the producers manipulate them into thinking. They're huge manipulators. So they would have all had to jump on the chance, but no. So Claire... Had to have been talking to him for longer. And was like, hey, he's the one. And the Bachelor producers must have saw something with this opportunity. They must have saw the chance to make this season exciting. Because the past four, three Bachelor seasons, it hasn't been a normal, like, seasons one to ten have been. If you look at Ari, 
He engaged Becca, then dumped her to be with Lauren. If you look at Colton, he let he actually dumped all final three of them besides Cassie and was like, hey, I'm going to just go on the final dates with just Cassie. RIP their relationship. But, and if you even look at somebody like Hannah, the whole Jed, she engaged, got engaged to Jed. Jed was cheating on her. She ended up wanting to hook up with Pilot Pete, ended up going on a couple of dates with Tyler, sleeping over at his house. There has been a normal season in a while, and that's what the fans want. No one cares about the love story. I mean, I care about it. No one who actually believes this cares about the love story, because they know if they would... Actually, I... Yeah, no, no, no one watches this for the love story. They watch it for pure entertainment. And this is going to give them the option to have a whole season of Unknown. So then... It was announced, Tayshia's in L.A. Reality Steve said, I can't confirm a lot. I can confirm that she's in L.A. at the mansion or near them in the area, in the town that it's in. So people begin speculating, what the hell is Tayshia doing? She's not friends with Claire. She's not going to fucking fly to L.A. to do a stupid cameo for 15 seconds like Demi or like all the girlfriends always do because Claire and her don't know each other or even... I think Rachel had her friends as well as Ari met up with former Bachelor. So people have friends over, but they're not friends. It doesn't make sense. So more reports came out that she quit or that they fired her. And everyone was super confused. They're like, okay, she's clearly in love with Dale. And she's out. People knew she's no longer the Bachelorette, but the what-ifs... And the whys and the who's, no one really knew. But more and more stuff ends up coming out. And today, a bombshell was released. Tasha is the new Bachelorette. But really, what made it so weird is that more and more stuff came out that's saying, hey, Claire's engaged. And Claire's not going to get married to a guy she's known for one and a half weeks. So that all but confirms that she had been talking to Dale and was waiting to the season to actually meet him. And she saw him, yep, we have the physical connection. I want to do this. I'm not wasting anyone's time. So Tasha's the new Bachelorette. And my biggest questions are, does she have the same group? Are they going to do recasting? Because Reality Steve said that someone who didn't even make it to the first night of casting got a call back and was like, hey, you want to come on? And why he said no because like you didn't want me the first time like fuck you so is she gonna get a whole new group of casts or are they gonna let some back on because she's already eliminated Claire probably like 10 people and these guys were meant for Claire and Tasha I know is mature, mature eh, she's not that mature but I think she likes older guys and I think she'll be fine with the group of guys because they're still around her age like most of them are still early 30s but then you have to also factor in the COVID effect of it is do they have to re-quarantine before they meet Tasha? Does Tasha, how long has she been there? Because she's going to have to quarantine a week or two before she meets them because they're taking this really seriously as you all should. And I don't know how they're going to be able to spin this because they filmed the first three episodes of Claire season. So what, are they just going to do three episodes of Claire and then the last six be Tasha, Or are they going to start Tasha from the very beginning, not show Claire's? Or are they just going to show Claire's 
and then Sartatia from the beginning. So that was sort of answered by a report today saying that they're still going to make Claire part of the season. So what I'm assuming happens is Claire gets the first three episodes, and then it's Tasha, probably not starting from the very beginning, fewer guys, a lot of the same people, but they'll air Tasha's part of the season, but also keeping track on Dale and Claire's relationship. They'll probably have like engagement updates. They might go on their own dates as sort of part of The Bachelor, but it's just them two. All I know is I'm excited as fuck for this season. It's going to be one of the more entertaining ones in the last couple of years because this hasn't happened. Like, in the past, there's been drama, but it's stupid shit that happened before. So I'm definitely excited. Again, follow my Twitter, BachelorFanPack1, because I will be going ham on live tweeting this whole season. And I'll keep you updated with every piece of information I get and every inch of predictions I have. Now, leading into our next topic, I have one thing to say, and that is, fuck Griffin Johnson. So I'm sure you know where I'm going with this and what it's going to involve me saying, which is inappropriate. So if you're under the age of 16, please do not listen. He is a bitch, and he got fucked by Dixie. So if any of you guys don't know what happened... There were screenshots leaked of Griffin sexting multiple other people. These screenshots included saying shit like fucking... He said fucking send toe pics to one bitch. And he said shit like... You already fucked me. Like, I don't actually have a girlfriend. Like, it's just for clout. I'm single. Like, come over and shit. And what makes this so hilarious and i feel so bad for dixie but she's a fucking queen she doesn't need griffin in her life is that if you guys remember a couple weeks ago when me and jaden talked about the whole little huddy situation and him exposing everyone everyone thought it was a fucking lie everyone was like he's pissed he got caught he's making up the shit but i said i said it back then i said there is some truth to this you don't just pull all this information out of your ass when it can easily be proved wrong and griffin clowned and was like shut up like he probably said like you're a bitch and like that's just not true and Dixie laughed like ha 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 stop trying to get yourself out of this situation this proved Lil Huddy's points all and I I like Lil Huddy I think it's too much hate but like yeah he's obviously not a perfect person but my respect for him is through the roof cause they got mad at him because Lil Huddy kissed a single person when he was single and they flipped their shit and made this all public. He said that one thing, and then when this got exposed, didn't say peep, didn't rub it in his face, didn't claim, but he was so right, and we all ignored him for the fact, and everyone's hating on Griffin. But Griffin's whole thing is he's the responsible nursing student, mature, kind, actually caring, and it just proves that all of these guys can be fucking dicks. Like, I love the Sway Boys, but if you're a girl, if you're a popular creator, it's hard to trust because even one of the nicest people and seems like a decent guy cheats on him. And you che- you fucking cheated on Dixie D'Amelio. 
Dixie D'Amelio is the sister of the queen of TikTok and a queen herself. She has over 30 million followers on TikTok, I believe. And she's beautiful. Like, Griffin had everything. If he's in that relationship, he's set for life. Like, you get more clout. You still are with a beautiful person. And you're still able to have fun. I don't know why he gave it up for some random bitch that is nothing. I mean, she, I'm sure she's a great person. I don't want to demean her. But, I mean, she didn't, obviously, know they were together, even if he downplayed the relationship. But, and you lost Dixie D'Amelio. And Dixie was an absolute savage about it. Her tweets that night were literally like, wait a minute. And so, one of the worst parts is she was graduating the next day. And I feel so bad because, like, that fucking ruined your graduation. And she's been going through shit. Like, everyone's, like, grossing her, saying her family doesn't love her because, like, the edited pictures taking out of context where they're ignoring her. But, like, and they love Charlie more, but I'm like, that's obviously her parents fucking love It's her parents. But she was literally not fucking with Griffin. And she tweets shit like, People change and don't even see it. Me too, girl. And it's all these relatable shit for everyone who's been cheated on. And then she tweets just like in all caps, cool, sick, dope, have a good day. Like, crypt- and she's not adding Griffin. She's the best part is she's not directly hitting on Griffin, but we all know what she means. Her, I all recommend giving her a follow. I think she deleted some of her tweets, it looks like. And Griffin was being a dick about it. Holy shit. He was tweeting like he just doesn't give a fuck. Like, I, yeah, I didn't just fuck over a girl who cared so much. I guarantee you bought him a bunch of shit. And sort of, Dixie made his career. He's nothing without Dixie. is maybe 700k to a million, which is, I mean, a lot to all of us, but not to them. And he just uses her for fucking granted. And he's literally just tweeting during that night, who wants popcorn? Like, he's enjoying the humiliation of her. And he's literally just saying, hi, I'm going to the store. Anyone want anything? Just an absolute dick all around. And I'm glad that not a lot of Sway members are defending him because he's in the wrong. And what he hasn't done is he hasn't apologized. He hasn't really shown any regret for the things he did. And even because people are shitting on him in the comments. It's so You just got to look at some of his comments. He's like, I'm going to leave the comments on. Express yourselves. I love every one of you. Maybe a day later, turns off all of his comments on his posts, post, and everyone's just going back to the one post before that where he has comments on just like, point of view, you came here to see his comments, oh, you really thought you could escape, it's hilarious, his reaction to it, and he deserves what's coming, karma will get, bite him in the ass, and Dixie, so Dixie and him shot a YouTube video, where Griffin took her on a helicopter and then took her out to eat and get ice cream and stuff. And it was, so they already filmed it before this shit happened, but it wasn't posted yet. So Dixie posted it a couple of days later with saying, and the first thing she was saying before she showed the date montage, she was like, yes, yeah, so we actually broke up, but here you go. And so like, she still doesn't care. She's still going to put out her content and get, get your bag and get the advertisements. And the caption was literally like me and Griffin's last date, just like a, Fuck you to Griffin. Like, I don't need you. And he's going to lose. He's already lost a bunch of followers. And Lottie he gained a bunch, too. And it's just that. Imagine living in the hype house. 
like the culture the toxicity there's drama every fucking place but hey all we know is bryce there's been no reports about bryce cheating on addison even though they did fake a fight i think the other day on the internet like addison deleted a picture of them too and said like girls gotta do what a girl's gotta do like she tweeted like like loray's tweet who's also uh a tiktok influencer in la saying like Good morning to everyone except guys who don't treat women with respect. And Bryce was so confused. He was literally tweeting like, what? I'm confused. He told the paparazzi, I'm just as unaware as you guys. And then she ended up, everyone was like shitting on him. Like, stop doing this on social media. Just like, go talk to Bryce. And Bryce's mom commented under uh, Bryce's tweet, one of his, uh, I forget what he said, but she was literally like, Get you a girl who will actually tell you when she's upset and what it's about instead of tweeting about it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I think they're good now. Addison posted shit on Twitter, like handling things privately and all social media, just like you guys said. Anyways, love everyone. Forgive ease- easily. So we never really got any answers, like, at all. She still posts shit with Bryce now, so I think they're good. I really like them together. I'm sorry, I'm blown away. Addison is literally best friends with the Kardashians. She went from a college journalism major at LSU to hanging out with Courtney motherfucking Kardashian in the span of months. Like, imagine if your life just flipped a switch like that. Like, she has set her and the D'Amelios and others, probably like Bryce and them, are set for life. They don't have to do anything else. They are stars. They are the media's darlings. And that just must be so nice. She can do whatever she wants. She has unlimited amount of money now. Her best friend's a Kardashian. Now. Like, I mean, props to them. So, everyone blow up this podcast so I can go hang out with Kendall Jenner if I want to. Like, shit. But, yeah, I mean, congrats to them. That's sort of this week's TikTok drama. Oh, also the big Nessa sharded scandal that's been going around all over social media. <laughs> so, if you haven't heard, a, Nessa was on a live with Josh and Bryce. And Josh was talking and then there was a clear fart. It sounded like shart or wet fart noise coming from. <laughs> and it was obviously, it was obviously Bryce. Like, Bryce farts all the time. It doesn't have that big of hygiene, I think. But everyone is making TikToks about it. Like, I saw one TikTok. It was like, when the stains don't come out of Nessa's underwear. And it was the background music was Nessa's song. It was like, I'm in pain. Sorry, I can't sing at all. But, and she's literally like, it wasn't me who sharted. Like, it was Bryce. It's, stop. It's actually hurting my feelings. And literally Bryce tweets <laughs> the funniest shit about it. He goes, he goes, he retweets and he goes, shart face. And then he goes, no, for real, though. She shit her pants. Nessa sharted. And then he claims it was Jaden, but Jaden wasn't even in the click. And even Josh, who they're still hanging out, her ex-boyfriend, I think, really close friends. And she was like, the people who think it's Bryce who sharted are dumb. Bryce has never even farted. He commented, he goes, shart girl. Like, this isn't, like, really news, but I thought it was hilarious, and I really felt the need to show you guys this information so we are introducing a new segment to the podcast it's called who's canceled of the week 
And I know, every time, there's a ton of serious contenders. But this time, I think we found some good ones. So I'm going to read you the list. Coming in at first place is the one, the only, Noah goddamn Beck. So this is a fucking stupid reason people are trying to cancel him. So there's this trend going on at TikTok where you act super masculine to a song and then really feminine to the second part. So everyone is getting mad at him, saying he's mocking gays, he's mocking femboys, he's mocking a whole community. And that's just not true. This is what pisses me off so fucking much sometimes. Girls tell these guys, you are toxic. In toxic masculinity, and you're too masculine, and they want to see a man's feminine side. So when a guy shows a feminine side, or acts feminine, then they all immediately switch up and hate on them, accusing them of mocking. And then that just makes them more toxic. He in no way was mocking gay men. At all. And people are acting like only gay men can be feminine. That's one of my biggest issues with this. Anyone can be anything you want. You can be feminine if you want. You be straight and be. Fe- I'm sure. I'm. Many people have told me, I'm pretty feminine. But, to accuse somebody of, mocking some oh, community, when he didn't mention gay people once, he didn't mention femmes once, he didn't mention, transgenders once. Like, that's what people are turning it. People are turning it into an issue that it is not. And so I'm going on a little bit of a rant, but I'm pretty pissed off about this whole notion, this whole cancel culture, that people will look for a reason. To get pissed at you for no reason for clout for what eighteen thousand likes cool that doesn't top Noah's nine million followers that he has, and you getting faked outrage over this, it's not gonna do shit. It's not gonna bring him down like your goal. Yeah, you might have two thousand followers on TikTok. Congrats, maybe thirty k likes if you're lucky. But no, you want attention. That's what you are striving for. You want to be outraged at somebody. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would you do that? It, it's just so... Oh, my God. And people are literally... They hated on Addison. I think it was Addison who posted a song and danced to a song. It was a song about... I, the singer was a lesbian, and it was about her experience. And they are like, no, you're, you're, you're straight. You can't use that song. Like, no, that's not how it works. A song is not entitled to a group of people. The song is made for whoever the fuck wants to use that song. She was not mocking the the song. She was dancing to it. She was having fun. And people accuse her of, once again, being homophobic. No. That has nothing to do with it. She is dancing to a song. You guys, and by you guys, for y'all, I mean the cancel culture. Try to turn something into what it's not. And no matter what, no matter what they say, they're like, I am absolutely not mocking anybody. I was just having fun. I was just dancing. They're like, no, you're wrong. You were my, you were being rude. They won't take your words. So like, there's nothing they can say. And they're like, bullied them into deleting. Like, no. Like, no. Like, in Noah's instance, no. He liked acting feminine. Like, and it's who you guys choose. Anyone else did that's not in the Sway House or what people consider straight versus all TikTok, which is so fucking... It's it's TikTok. There's no sides. There's no elite. But if someone in allegedly alt TikTok did it, if they were straight, no one would have an issue with it. 
but it's you're assuming, hey, these guys live in the hype house that are like they're big influencers. They must be racist, homophobic, sex, all of this shit. No. So this sort of leads me to the next contender for the award, which is Rylan Storms. And so there's been a song trending on TikTok for months. No one has had, well, I mean, certain really religious people have had an issue, but no. But then they all gang up on Ryland. It was a song, and he was with, I think, Dixie and Noah. And he was singing, it was the song, and it was like, if there was a God, I would let him eat my pussy. What that mouth do, boy, go get it. Like, that song, everyone knows that song. And it was like, you're disrespecting our religion. That's extremely rude to people who believe in God. Like, how dare you sexualize God? He didn't write the fucking song. Like, holy shit. This is not his song. He did not make the words. He lip-synced to a song. That doesn't mean he believes what it says. That doesn't mean anything. That means he was lip-syncing to a song that is trending to get likes. Just because you sing a song... Like, if you were singing Bang Bang Into The Room, you know what I mean. Again, can't sing, but... Does that mean you want to shoot up a room? Literally pull out a gun? No! You're singing a song. If you paint something, again, or copy a painting, that doesn't mean you believe what the painting is. You're just recreating something. And he, they bullied him into deleting it. And for he could easily be a Christian. No one... It's the really, really... It's a cult. It's really like a cult. That no matter what... Like, they only did this to Ryland. Like, no, and first of all, you can't enforce your beliefs on other people. If Ryland doesn't believe in God, who gives a sh- It's his beliefs, freedom of religion. It's you guys that turn into something you want it to be, not how it's actually intended. He can say whatever the fuck he wants. He can sing a song. He's not... He didn't curse out anybody. He didn't say derogatory language. He didn't say anything really offensive to a group of people that he is not allowed to say. He didn't say the N-word. He didn't say, like, the F-slur. None of that shit. And then the next contender, this is not really a specific person. More just a bunch of people I see online, friends and family and famous people, non-famous, everyone. And this sort of ties in with the cancel culture thing I was saying is people that always make themselves a victim in every situation. Those are the worst. It's where, if you, it's like nowadays, especially being a teenager, you can't express emotion. You can't tell someone how you actually feel in a mature way without them turning it into self, into a victim. How dare you say that? That's so rude. No. And you even, you can't make into a conversation with those people because they will always be like, they won't admit when they're wrong. Like, sometimes you're just listening to, like, hey, you want just a, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Okay, good. We're good now. We had a mature. Just for you guys who don't know, a conversation goes, someone says how they feel, and then the person responds with how they feel, and then it keeps going. It's not, someone says how they feel, they immediately believe their argument has no valid validity and cancels the argument. No. That's not how being... A mature person, and I did mature. I've done a bunch of stupid shit, and I've been petty. We all have, but I'll admit when I'm wrong, and I've admitted it lots. I've apologized to a lot of people for shit, and that it takes a while to learn. 
But you guys need to know that you have to be able to admit when you are wrong. You just have to be like, you have to be a good person, which is a lot of I know everyone in high school thinks they're the shit and they're the top at the top. And it's like, oh, I don't And what's really weird, and this is sort of off topic, is literally like I've seen this all over TikTok too, but it's literally like literally the song by Rod Wave, Nice Guys Always Finish Last. It's like people are so immune to harmful language that when someone even tries to be nice or something, they get left unread. And you can't do anything. So yeah. I, that's just a little rant. I go on. I hope it helped in some sort of capacity. If you're dealing with, if you're dealing with them, just literally tell them something. The hardest things to say, but it will hit hard. Is just say one simple sentence. Grow up. Grow up. Hit some hard, and there's nothing you can say. It's just yeah, you have to be able to do that, and they have to know sometimes. Like hey, what I'm doing is wrong, and you can call them out as long as you're being respectful about it. You can call them out. Next up, we got once again, we have been tricked into the thinking TikTok was me deleted. So, about two days ago, Trump announced he will be banning TikTok. He said it on Air Force One when he was asked a question about it. And everyone was like, fuck. So, everyone started saying their goodbye post. All the famous TikTokers, including me, I have about 1,300 followers. But only... But 802,000 likes. The ratio doesn't make sense. Anyway, go follow me on TikTok. Our looks too. Anyway. So everyone was freaking out. No one knew what was happening. And then the next morning, everyone woke up. Hey, it's not gone. And people began to think that, like, because of people were saying, and the reports were that, uh, U.S. companies looking to buy it. And Trump was more open to doing that than just, letting it keep it in China because everyone's like oh Trump just wants to ban TikTok because people should not know it's definitely hacking our information like let's be real for a second you don't have to like Trump to admit that um but I don't think it's gonna be banned now because it's still on and we've also accepted hey we're here to stay and Microsoft is exploring a plan that would buy TikTok and they definitely have the money the funds the capital to do that and Trump's okay with that he said but he does want the US to get a percent of the profit of the sale which i don't like at all it's not really capitalism it's a private business but so i'm i don't think it's going anywhere i don't think you have anything to worry about it and if it did it's going to be replaced by something so fast triller someone will make a u.s version of tiktok it might not be as big but people will go there like this is what happens with vine and do all your tiktok people do not come on twitter twitter is for people who have been on twitter we don't want you guys i'm a part of both communities but you cannot just leave TikTok and all of a sudden be on Twitter. And what was the hilarious is all these people posting like little did Trump know he's messing with the wrong generation. Gen Z stand up. Like what the fuck can you do about it? You think you have more power? You think Trump's gonna see like a bunch of little kids saying hey guess what we want TikTok and be like oh fuck I didn't know that like okay I'm scared of like no he's the president of the United States he can do whatever the fuck he wants ban TikTok like you don't give a fuck about what 17 year old dancers say about it and one was like there's millions of people that are gonna be 18 ready to vote you out for this I'm like first of all that shouldn't be your primary reason like there's a lot of other reasons to vote for someone else but that should not be one of them and second of all there's new 18-year-olds, there's new set of voters every year. There's not, like, an abundance of new teenagers that are going to vote him out. Like, yeah, there's a whole 
new wave of voters, but you have to realize a lot of old voters died, so it sort of evens each other out. And again, young voters almost always vote Democrat, and that hasn't changed anything since. Like, it's not like all of a sudden all these teenage Republicans are going to fly to the Democrat Party. Like, it's, people overwrite Gen Z's power. We have to, like, we don't have that much power. Like, we've done good, but with help of the older, like, to act like we're these saviors for the world, it's, it's just so stupid and egotistical and dumb. So that's really all I have to say about the matter. It's, like, I don't think it's getting banned. If it does, it'll suck. It takes up, like, 12 hours of my day, but we'll be okay. Like, it's not end-all, be-all. We'll wake up the next morning. And there's just a little segment I like to call also new, but I don't think it's going to be a recurring segment. That says, are you a Barb? And if the answer is no, you can leave this podcast now. Because Nicki Minaj is a queen, and I have to say that. If you don't know every word to Superbass, you are not getting in my car because that will be bumping along with Megan Thee Stallion. That's for all I've said, but I just needed to emphasize that Nicki Minaj is a queen and we owe her all of our respect for what she has done for the community of rap. And her and Megan are, Megan's the future, Nicki Minaj is the now, but she might even be one of the good female rappers. Female rap is underrated. Like, I love hardcore. Like, I love, like, 90s rap, like, classics, like, Nas, Jay-Z, Tupac, but I will literally go the exact opposite and literally bang to any Nicki song. So, yeah, I just had to say that about Nicki. And so, next week is going to be a huge segment. So, I'm looking for a co-host. I think Gina might be back, but whether she's actually willing to do it on the podcast, this is a whole other story, but everyone go ask her. Um, we'll be doing a review of the one, the only, Kissing Booth 2. Kissing Booth 1 was my favorite movie of all time. It was so corny, but so funny. Team Noah, always were Team Noah podcast, strictly only Noah. He did not cheat on her. Um, but that review is going to be, it's going to be hilarious. And it was, I can't spoil anything because I really don't want to, but I want you guys, the audience, to go DM three people. Gina Vinson, Jill Gomez, and Mary Beth Thurman. I want you guys to all beg them to come on the podcast. They've been reluctant, but I think I'm getting close. And Rachel Cooper and Kate Bivens. So I'll find someone to do this with next week. And just keep a lookout because it's going to be hilarious. And I'm sure there will be a whole another set of TikTok drama. And hopefully more news about the whole Bachelor thing. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Make sure to like, follow subscribe rate share it anything would be great but just keep listening it it really makes me happy to see at least to average 30 viewers at the least so far like we've come a long way from where we're beginning and if the audio is a little bit bad sorry my mic wasn't working that well but again thank you guys i love you all make sure to listen to next week's episode we'll get it out soon all right love you guys have a great week and enjoy Rockstar by Jaden Hostler. All these angels and demons keep shouting and screaming. I'm fine.